0: wow are you in for a treat today i have an unbelievable really remarkable guy how many of you would like to build campaigns that generate over 500 million dollars in sales well our next speaker has he's a tremendous entrepreneur he's a good friend he's taught over ten thousand students how to bring in that 500 million dollars he's helped me bring in several million dollars and just in one idea from his new book brought in two hundred thousand dollars you want to stay tuned because it's going to make a huge difference in your business ordinary success
1: no way you want amazing remarkable exceptional breakthroughs dig
0: deep think bold Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Jeff, I am so excited to have you here. Power magic of Skype in your new almost complete studio.
1: Almost complete. It's great to be here, Jen. Looking forward to this.
0: Yeah, Jeff and I are, have become good friends over the years. We've been in a couple masterminds together and we've shared an awful lot of ideas. And Jeff is my go to person. As a matter of fact, on occasion I sit at the cool table, cool guy table, and Jeff's over there and I have walked away with so many ideas and insights and so on. I wanted to share them with our community here, Jeff, and maybe just give a little bit of background because you know, I didn't know who you were and you know, I consider myself a pretty successful serial entrepreneur and, and you're making a huge difference out there. So what, what is it that you do? <laughs>
1: Well, first of all, John, we always want you at the cool guy table because uh, you bring such a tremendous insight. And you're such a big thinker, and you get things done. So, always want you at that table. So, um, I what I do is I teach people how to launch new brands, new products, new businesses, primarily online. I've been doing business online since 1996. I'm on one of the gray beards on the internet. And, uh, you know, frankly, I know we're talking a lot of people who have got great businesses um, and even more corporate. And I've been sort of, um, you know, nose to the grindstone, not so much corporate, bootstrapped everything all along the way. And because that was the only way I I, I really knew how. But these, you know, what I've developed, it's funny, we call it the product launch formula. And people have taken that and used it just in every business and every market you could possibly imagine. And uh, it's been a crazy, crazy ride because I did. I started from my, you know, the spare bedroom. It was actually the baby's changing room back in 1996.
0: No, and it's, you know, and, and let's go through, I mean, as entrepreneurs, as fellow entrepreneurs, we've got a whole bunch of like-minded entrepreneurs. I think it's important to know your background. Jeff, before we get into the solutions, and I, I gotta tell you, the results. Because oftentimes, you know, really individuals like me who have been out there, you know, more in a traditional corporate, I grew up in the financial services industry, I've I've worked in large corporations, I've been uh, running divisions and so on. You know, you look at these kind of information marketing guys, I'm gonna put you in that category of online, Mm -hmm. Jeff's one of the most successful. We're going, is there any lessons to be learned here? And I got to tell you, there is. I mean, it's worth millions of dollars for all of you. But I, right. I want, Jeff, why don't you start kind of the humble beginning? Because, you, you know, you weren't, you didn't really, you know, grow up as an Internet giant. First of all, the Internet wasn't there. <laughs> but well, how did this evolve?
1: Yeah, yeah, and the funny thing is, John, as I've watched your progress as we've known each other over the last four or five years. You've done this great job of straddling this world of, you know, really bringing the corporate tools and the corporate knowledge and all your success there But then melding it with some of the more the bootstrapping type of stuff that the world that I've been in. And, you know, I think that's a big reason why you've had that remarkable success. You've pulled the best from both worlds. But I started out, you know, I was actually I was a corporate failure. I was just did not know how to do the whole corporate thing. Uh, You know, got out of school, went to work at Motorola, worked there for a few years, was a square peg in a round hole. Um, Bounced to a couple corporate jobs. And then um, when my wife was in graduate school, uh, she became pregnant with our first child, my son Daniel. And and she was just finishing grad school and I could not stand my corporate job. So I quit and I came home to be a, a Mr. Mom. And, you know, a lot of times Mr. Mom's, you know, primary caregiver, uh, stay at home, dad, whatever you want to call it, you know, and it wasn't one of those guys that, you know, I sold my business for 30 million and then I came home to stay with the kids. It was just, I didn't have really any other great options. So, and this went on for a long time until. Well, and you were an early adopter. Wasn't quite as cool (laughs) as it is today. Exactly, It was totally not cool then people. It was so weird because I think I had the education and the aspirations. So, like, I did not fit in with the other stay-at-home moms. It was just weird. But then, you know, and this went on for years, like four or five years. And and um, then one day my wife came home in the middle of the day from her job. She was an engineer. And um, she drove up in, in front of the house. And I'm like, in the middle of the day, I'm like, what's going on? I'm, I'm in the living room taking care of now two kids. Um, and uh, my wife came in, and she was just in walked in the door and she was in tears. And she's like, Jeff, I just need you to try to help support the family in some way. I'm getting up in the dark. I'm coming home in the dark. I, just, I want to be a mom or at least a part-time mom. And, you know, is there some way you can help support the family? Even at that point, ten thousand $10,000 in a year would make a huge difference for us. Because, you know, we were surviving on you know, one salary. It wasn't a huge salary. My wife was working for the the federal government, so it was not a lot of money to go around. And so I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? And, you know, I'd already committed yeah, clear I mean, suicide. When,
0: well, when that happens too, I mean, you know, for any guys, I know you are a great guy. And I mean, that, you know, when your wife comes home to that, I mean, that's
1: huge. And it was like a knife in my gut. It was just, and, and I just felt like I was in a complete box. It was, it was, yeah, so I just, remember, but resolving that I'm going to do something. And actually my, my the best plan I could come up with immediately was I'm gonna go back to school, back, you know, like go to grad school, get another degree, try to the corporate world again. And, and I figured that way I could try to hide that five year gap on my resume. It wasn't a very good plan, but, um, what I also started doing was at that point I've been studying the stock market very intensively for that entire time I was home with the kids because like, you know, I'm a guy, I'm driven. It's like, you know, I, at night after the kids were in bed, I had to do something. Right. And, uh, but what I did was I came up with this idea of, like, how am I going to get into grad school if I don't have anything in my resume? So my idea was I'm going to start publishing a newsletter. And, um, yeah, and and Jeff,
0: you, what time frame is this? This is
1: 1996. Okay. And, uh, I thought, and I'm going to apply to grad school, uh, and I'm going to put, if if I start publishing a newsletter, no one's going to know it. I'm going to send it via email. No one's going to know that it's via email. I'll just put on my resume that I'm publishing the Walker Market Letter. They're going to it'll maybe look impressive enough to get me into school. And um, the weird thing is, is so I sent that first. I just started publishing August 30th, 1996. the first Walker Market Letter, and um, sent that out to uh, 19 email addresses. And I'm specifically say email addresses because one of them was my second email address. One was my wife's email address. So outside of my immediate home. So 17- you are,
0: you started out as a publisher. Right. You know, ninth And I want to just stop here because you know the reason I want to go. Jeff's background. I mean, all of us have, nobody gets out of life unscarred. We all have those moments with our spouses, our partners and so on. And, and, you know, I mean, even the, the few wealth people born with wealth that I know, they still have it, you know, nobody oh, right. gets out unscarred. So yeah. we want to take that, but I, I want to focus on that 19 because I know your list is bigger than 19 now. Okay. And yeah. And this is it's so important we're building communities jeff's phenomenal at building community and making things happen and so on but you know with no resources without a big list a community uh you know started with 19. where'd you go from there
1: well you know that's a great point because no i wasn't born with a list no one comes out of the womb with a list that list i it grew through word of mouth um, eventually, within, uh, I don't know, the, the time frame, probably by 2000, 2001, that list, I grew it to 80,000 subscribers. And, a, right. and, and now that, those are and free. That, They're not paying me for it. I
0: mean, 80, I, that's a, you know, my list of top financial advisors, 80,000. That's a lot of work pulling together a list of 80,000 people that want to open up your emails and right. communicate with you.
1: Right. And so, but yeah, I just intuitively, I knew... That's the one thing I got right. Intuitively, I'm like, if I get this list of subscribers, then I'm going to have some kind of influence, some kind of power. It's, it's worth more than zero dollars. And so that list started to build. And initially it was just, it was to put on the resume. But after a few months, I had this thought that maybe I can sell them something. And I had no sales experience. I had no marketing experience. And I was so, but I had this. I, I was desperate, you know, we needed some, yeah, des- needed some,
0: desperation
1: works too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I needed some change in my life. And so I, I actually bought a, it was an information product I bought. It was on a floppy drive and it, it taught the basics of selling, but I was still scared to ask for the order. I was scared to ask people to pay me. The thought that someone would pay me for something I created was, was I, I couldn't conceive of it. And so I can't, so, but I knew, but I had to sell something. I needed a change. And so what I did was I, I started this romance process where I just delivered a lot of value and I kept on giving more and more and more value. And that eventually led up to asking for the order. And I didn't know it at the time, but what I was creating was, was really the, the, the basics on the foundation of product launch formula, because that's what my formula is all about. And then in January 1st, was I did my first product launch. That was 1997, January 1st. And I built up all through the month of you know, November and December by delivering tremendous value. And then I sent out a sales letter. It was sent via email. Uh, I couldn't take credit cards, so it basically said, send me a check. And the product was just an enhanced version of my free newsletter. I just added more stuff to it made it come out more often. And, you know, I woke up the next morning, sent that email out, uh, woke up the next morning and someone actually wrote back and said, I'm going to, yeah, I'm in. I'll send you
0: a check. One person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all we need is a little bit of positive encouragement out I, there. <laughs> you know, that one, I
1: could not believe I jumped so high. I could not believe it. Someone's going to pay me. And, um, and then by the like within a week i had a few more orders come in and it ended up being sixteen hundred and fifty dollars one thousand six hundred fifty dollars and you know i you know all the you know money's a funny thing it's you know it's all relative where you're at and i know most of the people listening to this are going to be or watching this are are very highly successful but for me 1650, remember my wife said, can you just bring in 10,000 somehow, it'll change your life. Well,
0: I can tell you most of the people on the, the whether they're watching the video podcast or listening on the audio, there's
1: been a time that
0: 1650 was a big deal.
1: That it was, it was monumental. And But the thought I had right then was, um, you know, I did this once, I can do it again. And I can do it again. And I might even at some point get better at it. And I literally had that thought. And, you know, that's what happened. Uh, you know, I actually, i like the few days later, I went for my, I, I did get accepted into grad school. I was gonna go for a graduate finance degree uh, at the University of Colorado Denver. And so like, I don't know, January 4th or 5th, first day of school, I went there and I'm sitting there in the first class. And mind you, I had spent six months like with this whole big plan of somehow getting in that class. And I'm sitting in that first class. I don't know if I tell you this story, John, but I'm no, sitting in that first class. And it was like back in, remember in uh, Peanuts, like when the teacher <laughs> sounded like, wah, 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 I'm sitting there listening. I'm looking around at everyone. I'm like, I just made $1,650. It's like, and in the middle of that class, I got up and I walked out. Yeah. In the middle of my first class of graduate school. I, so,
0: I, I don't think that being an MBA with finance, I got a master's in tax, too. I don't think the world needs any more of that. We need help. <laughs> you know, getting people to raise their hand to explore working with us, which I'm glad right. you, you left the class.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. so I like So long story short, the next lunch did get better. I did $1,650 and then I did $8,000. And it just kept on ramping up as as my list grew and my skills grew. Um, and and I eventually started taking credit cards. I figured that one out after a while. And, um, you know, it got to be a few years later in in 99 or um, well, na- late 98 where we did the launch, uh, it was actually June 98, $34,000. That was more than I ever made in an entire year. And that's when, that was the launch that brought Mary home. That was when we started talking about her retiring. And then uh, by 99, she retired. We, 2000, I live in Colorado. We were living in the Denver area. I wanted to live out, move out to the mountains. In 2000, I did a launch that did $106,000 in seven days. Um, That one bought our home out in Durango, Colorado. And we moved to the mountains and they just kept on getting better and better and better. And then in um, 2003, I went to a seminar, a marketing seminar, and I realized that, that what I was doing was unusual. Up till then I figured everyone must be doing this stuff, but um, started teaching a few friends that I met at that seminar. One of them did a launch that did a million dollars in 24 hours.
0: Yeah. So I want to stop here. We're in (laughs)
1: 2004.
0: And you know, this is where I met, see, I would have met you not until, actually, I met you during the financial downturn, so 2008, 2009, and that's where I was a little more open to ideas. I don't know why, but, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I'm I meeting Jeff, and, you know, Jeff had a nice newsletter business, making good money and so on, and, and this is, sometimes the business we're in is not the business we should be in, and right. uh, Jeff has a, I mean, I always think of it as kind of the I want to work with people who have made things simple. It's on the right side of simplicity, where you know, there's simple when you're just dumb. You know, when we're ignorant as a beginning entrepreneurs, we make all these mistakes, and then we start figuring it out. But then we make it really complicated, and then you go to the other side where it becomes, you know, I don't want to say effortless, but really working well. And Jeff, I mean, you saw that vision there that you know you could help others like me do these launches and. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, for the entrepreneurs, we all get excited about, you know, Steve Jobs and how he would do these launches. It would right. be masterful, but you were coming at it from, you know, really bootstrapping, and all of a sudden you saw, wow, people want this help. And where did that go from there, Jeff?
1: Well, you know, it's a funny thing. You know, here's an entrepreneurial lesson because we're no matter where we're at, we always run into challenges. And so I had that business teaching about the stock market right up until 2005. And I had a partner in that business because um, who was helping me with some of the content. In early 2005, we had a partnership breakup and that business ceased to exist, like literally over a phone call. And it was a bit of a surprise to me, but yeah, I looked around and I said, boy, I'm actually enjoying, I love this teaching people how to build their businesses. I love making that impact on people's lives and and people are asking me for it. And so yeah, just." I i just created a new business and the second time around it went a lot faster than the first time
0: well it, it does so often and uh, i want to i want to fast forward because i was meeting you just after you've done i think the first product launch maybe or right and, around there maybe the second even
1: yeah it was the second one i think well and give it, give some the, numbers yeah. of that yeah product launch formula so i came up with a product called product launch formula then in, when around when we met was 2008 like you said around the downturn and i and i did a launch my sort of my 2.0 version and um, that was a big one that was i we did 1 million over it's almost 1.1 million dollars in the first hour that we released that product and at this point i'm doing this from my basement I yeah, got a staff. I, yeah,
0: of- for all of us as entrepreneurs, I mean, most of you have businesses over 5 million. Some of you watching this have over a $100 million business. This is a guy I I know, Jeff, I mean, he's talented (laughs) and all that, but he's doing it out of his basement, not even Denver. He's out in Durango, you know, and and he's still gone. And if it's a powder day, he doesn't even work on it. He's out there. So this is why this these lessons, you know, the simplicity and taking a launch. I mean, it's so valuable. And Jeff, I mean, you know what? Let's go to the I want to go because I mean, there's no question you've had a lot of success bringing this information out. Why do you think people keep on coming back to you for your expertise?
1: Um, Boy, that's a really good question. You know, I think one of the things is that, you know, I'm continually refining it. I keep on making our training better, our product better. Um, And, you know, back in the day when I started this, teaching people, I think I knew 10% more than everyone else. Um, but now, I, one of the things I do is community, and we, I build a strong community, and so my product launch formula owners, that's one of the rules in my business, is, is everyone who bought my product, we, in my, my team, they're referred to as product launch formula owners, and we always have to capitalize the O, it's oh. O, you know, it's important. Because they are part of our family, and they always bring their learnings back to me, and, and the things they come up back to me, and now I was I know 100% more than everyone else because my students are so successful and they bring the lessons back. Um, so that's one of them, and I think fostering that whole the idea of community. You know, so many people are so disconnected right now. We're out, you know, we're talking via Skype, John. I mean, right. we're we're blessed that we get to get together three or four five times a year. But so much of our connection is, you know, we we're sitting in front of our computer. We don't connect with people, and so I always make a very strong effort to build that community. And I think, frankly, that's one of the reasons people keep on coming back because they love that connection, both with me and with the other Product Launch Formula owners. Um, and yeah, that's yeah, the best I've got.
0: Well, and I, and I think yeah. You know, so there's some lessons learned here. I mean, one. You know, Jeff, everything you've always done is, you know, co- constantly raising the bar, you know, delivering a great experience to your owners. And, and you know, we all, whether it's community, tribe, whatever you call, I mean, I've seen that, Jeff. And I mean, I look at your you know, uh, website and blog and I mean, you got tons of comments. I mean, people, they're very vested in your success because you've helped them be successful. And, right. and it's and this is where, I mean, Sometimes in corporate, we lose sight of all this stuff. I mean, we're building a business, we're charging so hard, we don't bring everybody along. I, I have the good fortune, uh, my primary business is coaching financial advisors. And boy, the lessons learned when you let them be part of the community and really participate, it's huge. I mean, you get an unfair competitive advantage in the uh, you no, know,
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, the thing, like I think I'm probably the most boring person in the world at, at like a cocktail party because all I want to do is brag about my owners about, about the results they've gotten, um, you know, the $500 million. And, and I know there's a lot of people watching this with very significant businesses, but a lot of that 500 million was people just starting out and bootstrapping from nothing. And I've got story after story of that impact that I've been able to make. And, and that excites me. I mean, I, I just really get jacked up about the impact I can make. You know, I've been able to build, you know, make a lot of money money's great. I love that, um, you know, sold tens of millions of dollars of my product at a very high margin. So that's awesome. Um, I've been able to create this great lifestyle for my family. Um, those, those two kids that were little babies, I I get to ski with them and mountain bike with them now. Um, you know, I'm married 26 years now, got this incredible family. I've got this great team, but the thing that drives me to keep on building and making it better is that impact. I just get, I don't know what, it's just hardwired into me that I love helping people build businesses and roll out their ideas and their products and, and, and. Bring more good and wealth and progress to the world. Well
0: and Jeff, you know, I mean you've done such a I mean a great job. And I I, you know, I was just thinking, I, I probably about two million a year of revenue is uh, responsible because of you. Nice. Right. So I mean,
1: I'm gonna say it's five hundred and two million. Yeah. Well per
0: but per year though, too. Okay. Yeah. You're an <laughs> yeah. And so I mean some really and some nuances and so on. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have Jeff join us is it's just so you know, the sometimes we get caught up in our own industry, whatever industry we're in. And we think, you know, we're looking at all the competitors, what they're doing, and we've got to do. One of the things I want to encourage everyone, and this is part of why we, you know, Dan Sullivan, you know, Jeff is in uh, my mastermind with Dan, strategic coach, and a lot of top information marketing guys really are in that, uh, our group. And it's, just hanging out like that and that's one of the reasons why Dan kind of pushed me to get this going is that we got to share all the insights that we collectively have I mean it's just it's an amazing group now I'm going to ask you a tough question and I know because I want to go to your book because you got a book launch going on and all this stuff but can you is there I've never asked you this so I don't know if you can can you give me kind of a just a you know a few sentences of what product launch formula is, how it works and so on. So everybody can get a flavor so that they can, you know, go to some of the free resources, or maybe even buy your book.
1: Right. Well, basically it's, it's this process. I mean, it's almost like you mentioned earlier, you know, Apple, the way they roll out products, or even you look at the way uh, Hollywood rolls out products, but you know, they've both obviously have massive, massive budgets. And so what product launch formula does is it gives you a lot of that power. For someone who, who doesn't have those resources. And because it doesn't cost, it costs almost nothing to pull off one of these launches. It, it costs you effort and work, but the, the budget is almost non existent. And so it's this idea of you deliver great value upfront, and you do it in a sequence that grabs people's attention and have them, you know, rapidly anticipating your product or your business before you roll it out. Part of it is discovery, where you're discovering what are the hot points, what are people really looking for so that you're actually selling a product that people want. I'm a big fan of like coming out with stuff that people just really wanna buy. You know, you don't wanna be in the situation where you're trying to sell them something they don't want. So part of that is this pre-pre-launch where you're, it's a discovery of what they want, of what their objections are. And then take them through a process where you deliver great value through a series of pre-launch content. These days, it's almost always done via video. So easy to do video these days, and so much easier to to communicate in a in an authentic and articulate way via video. It, it, most of us can speak a lot better than we can write. And, and so you deliver a series of videos that lead right into your launch. So people just, they've got your, your launch date circle on the calendar. So they just can't wait to buy from you. You know, the reality is is we're all in a, it's a very noisy environment. There's more content, more information than anyone can consume. You know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we didn't have text messages and, and Skype. And, and voicemail and email and YouTube and advertising on your airplane trays. Well, our brains haven't, you know, the, the marketing fog's increased, but our, our capability of processing that has not increased. So we pay attention to less. So it's a lot, if you're just out there advertising, no one cares, no one's watching. But if you put together content, you do it in a, in a fashion that leads down the garden path to your product, then you win. And then it, it comes down to, you know, that launch date and really instead of depending on what I call hope marketing and just creating something and putting it out there and hoping people win, it's about engineering your process so people land on your launch day and they're ready to buy. Yeah, and it's it's I
0: tell you the uh, you know we've taken what you've taught us and as a matter of fact my whole team has watched you uh, they know you very well. You know, Jeff does a lot of videos and it's step by step and it's very systemic. I mean it's very process driven and it's on the right side of you know, complexity, that simple process that I wanna encourage everyone to, you know, reach out. As a matter of fact, let me just go and I'm gonna hit resources. Jeff, I'm pulling up your website and it's at JeffWalker.com for those of you on the audio podcast. And I, as it comes up, you know, you've got some some free offer there. The 16 rules. What's that?
1: Oh, that's that's a PDF report. Basically, you know, since I've been doing business 100 percent online for since 96, it's a long time. I sort of boiled it down to my, my 16 rules of success. And, you know, some of them are simple. Some of them uh, are, are less obvious. Um, but yeah, so my, I basically wrote that out. And my team put in this beautiful PDF and, uh, and it's, and I'm, I've always been very strategy focused, you know, there's tons of tactics online, but I've always been very strategy focused. And, and that's exactly what that report is. It's the 16 strategic rules that I've got that I've seen drive people success. And when people ignore them, they drive failure.
0: Yeah. And, and, and it's so easy, you know, in marketing, so much uh, one of the things I love working with Jeff and the other really direct response people I mean you don't do anything without measuring it and really being thoughtful and in, in today's world you know we all have these real sophisticated particularly in the corporate side you can have all the marketing automation. you can really have it in the just bootstrap side too now and what happens is that, you know, you test this, and what I love about what Jeff's done is he's tested it, tested it, tested it, not only obviously in his own business, but others. And boy, you've just nailed it. I mean, and and for these larger
1: businesses, they can scale it up pretty quickly. Absolutely, I mean, that's the beautiful thing. Uh, You know, so I I guess what I do is direct response. And I've studied direct response from before the internet. In fact, I think that was one of the big successes I had was When I started, there was no training on doing business online. So I went and found the only training I could, which was old school direct response. Mm -hmm. And then I just started applying it to the internet. I think I was one of the very first people to do that. But I never did do like, you know, big direct mail, and TV and radio, but I do know that it took a lot longer to measure stuff when you're sending direct mail. Here you can put something up, you can put, a, you can put an ad up on Facebook and you've got feedback in minutes.
0: Yeah, no, there's no reason not to test everything anymore. I mean, it's so cheap and, you know, yeah. let, let me, I want to go to a segment here. Tell me what you're passionate about now. I mean, you're, you're a high energy guy. What are you passionate about right now?
1: Um, in business, in or bus- in-
0: well, in business here, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get too personal. We're good friends, but not, <laughs> well, not too. You much. know me.
1: I, I'll tell you, skiing and mountain biking. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, and, no, and, no, uh, no, no,
0: well, we're, I make- Yeah, we're, we we share some of the great passions of life. But I'm talking about as our fellow entrepreneurs. One of the things, and maybe you know, just touch. You know, Jeff, you one of the right. big things that I think you do that a lot of people don't do they say they do but they don't do is you you actually have designed your life and i I mean i i would include myself this way too that we've designed our lives to be successful on purpose and you know you live in the mountains for a reason why
1: um it's pure lifestyle i mean this is i live in durango colorado because i can live anywhere i want and uh, it's just, it, I've got the mountains, I've got the desert. I am about, I love, I have these passions for being outdoors, for playing in my body, for playing with my friends, for playing with my kids. And, and it's a big part of me. But I think it's also like you asked earlier, like, why do people stick with me for so for so long? And I think, you know, in this business, and every business, it comes down to being attractive. And I don't want to go all woo-woo on you, but I am from, from Southwest Colorado. And, um, you know, I think there's things that make you attractive and things that, that repel people. And one of them is is your inner game. And and part of my inner game is is being healthy. Uh, it's it's getting out and having fun and, and having fun within my business. It's meditation. It's all, you know, it's, it's a complete package. And I think... The more you can have a well-rounded life and have true, you know, power in every area of your life, the more attractive you come. in. frankly, I think that's why you see when I put out a blog post, there might be 80 or, or 100 comments or, or more. Um, is, and part of that, you know, is I'm living, and, I'm, and certainly not everyone wants to live in Durango. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to live in New York or LA or San Diego, and that's great. But it's like, I mean, it, you only got one shot at this. There's no dress rehearsal. So everyone watching this. You're an entrepreneur or maybe you're between businesses or whatever. I mean, next time, you know, this business is perfect for me. My last business was great. It was 98% perfect, but it wasn't perfect. So I rebuilt the perfect one. And And I, I misspoke. My, my business isn't perfect. Nothing about my life is perfect, but it's really close. And I always want to well, work on making it. You're
0: working on perfection. Exactly. I mean, we're being... It's like
1: I, it's ninety-eight percent perfect, and I want that other two percent. Damn it! It's, yeah, and that two percent
0: keeps on moving up. A exactly, little bit. <laughs> exactly.
1: But you know what I, I'm passionate about right now is um, I'm I'm always passionate about my my clients and helping them get better and bigger results. Uh, I'm I'm passionate. I'm I'm passionate about continuing to improve my product. I'm passionate right now about. Um, you know, for years, Facebook and, and the ability to advertise on Facebook is tremendously exciting. Same thing with YouTube. Um, and the ability to, to start driving traffic to your site immediately and start testing on that, it's, it's just so, it's intoxicating is what it is. And, um, and, you know, we're in this phase right now where it's easier to drive traffic to your site than it's been since I can remember. Yeah, um, let, so that, Let, that's let a me let
0: stop here too, Jeff, because this is a big deal mm-hmm. for all of us as fellow entrepreneurs that, you know, one of the things we think, well, maybe we're late to the game on all this. No, you know, all the big brands have created these huge platforms. Jeff was talking about YouTube, Facebook, and we can go on and on all these different brands, you know, one of the, we're on iTunes or Stitcher for the podcast here, whatever. They've created all these platforms for us, but they need content. And the ability that you have to generate content to attract people, like mind people to you, has never been better. And I mean, I think, Jeff, you do that fantastically.
1: Yeah, you know, everyone watching this has the ability to shoot video. I mean, you've either got a, a camera built into your computer or you've got a camera built into your phone. I mean, I'm sitting here right now, within three feet of me, I've got three different cameras that I I could be shooting videos for YouTube. And you know, and I've got, so we're in my studio, we aren't really obviously set up to do a great Skype shot yet, but I mean, I've got a nice studio, we've got nice cameras that we spent many thousands of dollars for, we've got lights, and and so about half, and so I put out a weekly video on my blog. And about three quarters of the time, we do it really. We do it great with a full pro setup. And uh, by the other quarter of the time, like I'm on vacation and, and some inspiration comes, and I'll sit there and I'll hold my my camera, my my iPhone out, and I'll shoot a video at arm's length. Let's shoot a selfie. And you know what? Those selfie videos get just as many comments as the full out pro hook you know the, the, it just doesn't matter you know i mean i love production quality i like looking good but it doesn't matter in terms of getting your message out there you just have to be yeah. able to articulate your message i mean and that's you
0: know one of the, don't let money or fear of looking you know bad you're never going to get i mean you can go do full production corporate videos i mean well i'll get everyone's while. Well, Somebody from one of the major firms will say, "You know, the Fortune 50, John, shouldn't you, you know, do all this?" And well, we could produce one video a month, type thing, at the level that they want to do it, and that's not what people want. They want content. They want your inspiration. They want your message, and getting out there and sharing. You know, video is phenomenal.
1: Right. You know, I mean, I remember back when. Uh, you know, you got, you, you got one of my older products. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was when we were just starting to shoot video. And I'm sitting there, it was, you know, in front of a whiteboard with a lousy camera, yeah, lousy yeah, lights.
0: Yeah. Millions of dollars of production value.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's like, it, I mean, like, we're, like, sitting there, it was my garage. What? Oh, I, and, I didn't know that. I remember you, you saying, Jeff, I was sitting there when I first got your product, I'm like, I'm looking at it, so I'm like, I'm looking at this guy, like, you know, sitting there in a T-shirt with uh, in front of a whiteboard, is like, but it didn't stop you from making well, a couple million well, dollars a
0: year. Yeah, <laughs> right? and, and I bought everything else that you've had. Plus the you know my whole team has watched them all, and right. and I learned a lot, Jeff, from that too. And it, and that, I think that's a good you know what probably the whole setup was a maybe a thousand two thousand dollars maybe yeah maybe you know that's counting the beer that went with it and everything yeah but the you know. I didn't care about that. I mean, the initial because I came from corporate, I I don't know. And then all of a sudden I saw the value of the insights and it was like, whoa, that that's don't get caught up in that. Now, let me I got to keep keep us on track because you and I could spend some great quality time together on anything. But let's go. I want to go to your smartphone because one of the segments is an app of the day. Hang on just for a second. What is on your smartphone that you wanna share with your fellow entrepreneurs you think is a great tool?
1: Yeah, so this is it's one, it's, it's this app and it's called Relax Melodies. Okay, I'm pulling just,
0: it up just, on the screen here for yeah, iTunes. Yeah.
1: And, and you can get it on, I think it's for any, you know, it's Android, iPhone, I think you can get it for your computer. And basically what it is, is it's, it, it's a white noise generator. So you can layer in all kinds of sounds, put in your earbuds, put in your earphones, And it's also it's binaural beats. I don't want to get into what that is, but it's pretty cool. And you basically, you're programming your brain to either relax or be super focused. And so, like, we're all creators. We have to be creators. And when I get in that creative mode, I'll close the door. I'll turn off my phone. I'll turn off instant messenger. I'll turn off everything. Put that on for an hour, and it'll just help me focus and completely just turn the world off. Uh, and I also use it for meditation too. So no,
0: yeah. I will download it. Thank you. I mean one of the things we all have a challenge of is focus, focus, focus. Okay, let me go to the next segment. This is the book of the day and Jeff, I'm going to normally I let anybody choose whatever they want, but I wasn't going to let Jeff get away with choosing somebody else's book. Jeff, as we're doing this recording, Jeff is just launched his book. And it's just, it's a phenomenal one. Do you have one there? Well,
1: I'm going to go off camera. Look at, I'm not going to. Okay. Well, I'll
0: pull up real quick. the It's on Amazon. Jeff gave me, let me go back to you. Jeff gave me a copy of it, uh, uh, Galleys, and I read it on the flight back from Toronto. We were together at Strategic Coach, and I got to tell you, Jeff, I was blown away. I did share with you. I always worry that I tell these things, people are going to say royalties, but I got one little idea that my marketing group is saying they think it's worth about two, I mean, we've already generated $200,000 just from the book. And... Now, let me put it back up on the book was Kindle only seven sixty nine. dollars So it is one hell of a return on investment, <laughs> but Yeah. But tell, so tell, tell me it, how the right. launch is going. Because I mean, you know, you one of the problems of being a successful individual entrepreneur is high expectations. So when you write a book, people go, oh, it's going to be hugely successful.
1: Yeah. yeah so it's a launch. And yeah, right. The proof is in the pudding, right? If I to teach launch, i better be able to do it so and this is my first book ever it's a whole new world for me but i do know a little bit about promoting things so we started we we did a bunch of pre-sales and that went really really well And then the, the publication date was as we recorded this was just a couple days ago and we've already hit we're number one overall number one on barnes and noble we're number one in many categories at Amazon, including sales and marketing, and a, a whole bunch of others that I can't remember. So it, it's pretty exciting. We've already sold tens of thousands of this book, wow. and it, we're just getting started. Yeah,
0: everyone should buy it. I mean, quite honestly, if you're doing anything to do with marketing at all, this will be the best purchase you'll make this year and maybe ever. It's one of those foundation books. So I'm going to encourage you to do it. You can go to Amazon obviously has it and uh, it is, Jeff, I really appreciate you taking that time to do the book with all the other things that are going on and sharing, you know, insights. You know, other people have paid really, you know, thousands of dollars and actually millions of dollars in
1: mistakes. You know, they can just buy the book and, and see how to execute. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it was quite a journey to write this thing because so much of it is my personal story and I had to get it right. And then so much of it is my students' stories. So I really had to get it. And this, you know, I did what you're not supposed to do. I took years writing this book. No. But it was a labor of love. And I'm just really excited the feedback I'm already getting. You know, sort of you create something like that, you spend years and you're like, then I had this thought was, wow, is this, I'm going to give it to someone. Is it going to really actually suck? I, mean, I think it's good, but you never really know. But the, uh,
0: well, the, the market's telling you it's very, very good. So yeah, you, you yeah, got a lot exactly. to be proud of. Let me go yeah. to the next segment. I need your one insight for entrepreneurs you want to share today that they should be thinking about with their teams.
1: Yeah, you know, it, boy, so you're, one insight's tough but we were actually talking about this before the interview. And I think like what I bring, what I do, what everything, all my success is based on providing tremendous value to the market. And then, and then closing on the sale. And you see, there's a lot of people that are all, you know, there's a lot of great salespeople in the world and they're always selling, but you know, that's working in my experience, less and less nowadays than it it used to. And we all know that business success is based on repeat sales and if you just make that or that great closer often you're not making that repeat sale and then on the other hand you see so they're not providing value up front And then on the other hand, you see a lot of people that just provide value and maybe they're putting out blog posts and YouTube videos and they're value, 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 but they never actually close for the sale. So the thing is, is provide that value, but have that be that grease chute that leads into having you be seen as the authority and the service provider or the product provider and close on the sale. So that's not, you need both. You need to provide that value up front and you need to have that lead into the sale. That's fantastic.
0: Let me go to the key takeaways that I'm walking away with, Jeff, because these are big. And you know, and it, number one, treat your clients like owners. And you know, whatever terminology you use, they are so important that uh, there's so much research on client-centric and client focus and all of that. And we've done a whole bunch of it in the financial services industry. And it's the incremental improvement in your business is. Uh, unbel- you know, for the level of service you have to do to deliver world-class experience, it's huge. So treat them well. Second, build a community. Jeff talked about the noise of the marketplace. Our research is there's the average affluent, so successful individual many of us are targeting, is getting 4,000 messages a day. I mean, 4,000. I mean, talk about noise. So the only way we can get around that noise is the creating a community. And the third part is really what I took away, Jeff, that does it is going ahead and delivering value. And I think I'm trying to remember the earliest work you did. I think it was at least one out or four times to one that value first, you know, before you would sell. You're really building that relationship. And I see you doing it more and more. So, I mean, these are lessons, whether you're an online marketer or you're any of the Fortune 50. I mean, this is so important for us to do and It's not done. And to the extent you do it, you're gonna have huge success. Jeff, I wanna thank you for spending the time today with us out there making a difference. I'm gonna encourage everyone to go out, definitely go out and get his book launch. It is amazing. You can go to Amazon or any of the other areas and get that, read it, and put it to use. Your clients, your future clients, they're all counting on you. Don't let them down. Wish you the best of success.
1: Thanks, Jen. Love being with
0: you. Exceptional, remarkable
1: breakthroughs. AESNation.com.